0: Hey. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. All righty, folks. Joe Snedeker here. Episode number, I don't know. I don't know, Mark. I don't know what episode I'm on, but who cares, right? We just keep pushing. This will be the first one for 2023. And I'm with, uh, he, he told me this specifically franchisee. Franchisee. I hate that word, Mark mahalka from liberty tax a
1: tax expert in the house you like franchisee actually actually i'd rather locally owned but nationally supported because that's what <laughs> that's what i like is i mean because we're, we're local people it's just that we get the support from the from the the big guys if there's any complex things that we don't have to you know, we don't have the time to to research i got so That's you. So why if, i like that so if i understand
0: this right you guys are like
1: burger king's Burger Kings are all across the nation but yet each one may be individually owned right uh, I'm I'm not sure how that franchise model works but I know <laughs> like, with Liberty I mean I do know that I, I, I like that I mean we have our local people working in the offices they're the uh, local supervisors people that need the, the workforce so we're providing money right back to the local community so oh, that's, that, that's what point. I do love and, and if you go online, and you, you could start returns now with, I mean, with the way the world is, you get directed right to our local office. So you're not dealing with somebody over in a different country when you're doing a uh, return. So we're familiar with your, you know, the local taxes and all the, the you know, the, the things that are common in our area. So that that's, what's nice about Liberty. I mean, we have that, and then we have that national support. So that comes to technology, um, Comp, more complex tax returns, we have the support where we could reach out and get that. So you can cover everyone,
0: me. big shots who own businesses, to the lowly person like me who just has a job nine to five, so to speak. Absolutely,
1: right? we 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 started a more campaign doing bookkeeping, and we have our partnership with uh, ADP doing uh, payroll for for small businesses that are interested. So uh, yeah, we all assist right. with, a, with all.
0: Well, Mark Mahalka and uh, Liberty Tax and Mr. Curiosity are ready to rock and roll. I want you to know I I have this bell. As soon as I say something that you don't want to answer or you're uncomfortable, you just say bell. And I go like this. And then I shut up. (laughs) What do you say? All right. You just say, shut up, Snedeker. Get the bell. Get the bell. But what we're trying to do is help people because, you know, I'm not trying to brag, but I have two degrees in science. And I am clueless with taxes. I just look at the documents and I'm like, and like most people, I get these forms in the mail. What is it? 1099 W two. I don't even know. I, I see that and I stress and I put it on the kitchen microwave paper holder. And I just, does everybody feel the same way I do about taxes, except for experts like you, I hate it. I hate everything about it.
1: Well, I mean, when it comes to taxes, I've noticed because we have a free tuition tax course every year trying to get people educated on it. And I've noticed over the years, either taxes are for you or they're not. And that's everything in the world. I, I mean, guess. When it, come, when, it, when it comes to weather, I mean, I like to turn the weather on and see what the weather's going to be for the next couple You don't want to know how but things when work. When you put right? that crazy map on with the <laughs> swirls going down, that's You're like wrong. Greek to me. You know, I just want to know what the weather is going to be. What yeah, What should I wear for the next couple of days? Yeah, I know. I Everybody's different. Same thing
0: goes for like a car. You just want it fixed. You don't want to know what's yeah. wrong or, you know, how the pistons work. But but let's start out with some simple stuff. First of all, your background. So you are an expert in this. Why?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, what I did is I I graduated East Stroudsburg University back in, whoa, 98. But uh. When I, when I did, I worked for a local CPA, and I I was uh, I really enjoyed doing taxes. My father had a trucking business, and I'd work for him seasonal. And uh, what I would do is I'd go back year after year. Then he was getting ready to retire, and it was out, it was out in Strasbourg, It was a commute, so I was ready to start a family. So I said, "Oh, I looked into Liberty." And I I wasn't with the franchise model. I wasn't very comfortable at first, but as I I did a trip to Virginia, and I was very very happy with it. That I realized that these people that I have tax professionals that pass certification tests and do whatever, I felt a little leery of them just doing a return, and you know hitting a button. No, what, what, the really what do you mean? Who are them? What do you mean? Who are them? What do you mean by that? Like if you go, we hire ta- we hire tax professionals. Okay, um, every year because obviously I love doing taxes but with numerous locations. I right. can't do all of them, and when all W twos hit the street. And they come in. I just, uh, you know, can't handle handle. We can't handle the volume, right? So we train people. And then what? What? What I loved about the Liberty franchise model was all of our everything's double checked before it's sent out. So yeah, they go through everything, sign it. But then we gather all the data and we're going through it, and so it's double checked for accuracy. So that is what I love about uh, the Liberty franchise. And then, like I said, we're locally owned, nationally supported. So then even if we were reviewing it, they might catch some something after the fact if it was way off the fact. Obviously, they're not homing through the return and calling people up. Right, but I guess what you're saying is that if
0: you go to a Liberty Tax office, there may be one or two accountants or CPAs, but the others are trained in tax returns and doing the, the data, inputting it and helping you out. And then there's somebody on the street waving in the Liberty outfit,
1: right? So you got all different that's, types uh, working. That's that's another thing that I did love about Liberty when I joined. <laughs> what? Years, the waivers? With the with the waivers? <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, I used to say is, I mean, we all have to market. And I mean, every business, you have to do marketing, right? And everybody right. has to spend advertising dollars. But the one thing that I loved was we were giving it right to local people that needed money. Okay. You know, so that was going right out. And I thought it was the silliest thing, but boy, oh boy. What do you mean?
0: The, the liberty waivers out on the streets? Waivers, all day? yeah. I, I Man, wish this is I was the coldest guy.
1: time of the year, January, I, February. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I was the person that, you know, created that idea, not just <laughs> trying to execute it, I should say. That, you know, I mean, uh, so, so executing it was, was fun. You know, it is fun. But, um, you know, with, with the changing world we're in, you know, trying to find, uh, I think now that coming this year, we should be getting a little bit more energetic people. Back I was going to
0: say with people now, as they say, I don't know how true this is. The quote is right. No one wants to work. Do, do you find it harder to get Liberty people outside uh, in the Statue of Liberty outfit waving everybody?
1: Well, yeah. Uh, last year it was. But I With like COVID. I said, I think COVID. With the- I think with inflation, you know the cost the cost of everything coming up, and you know with with everything opening back up, I think we should see a little bit more waivers this year. You know, what I I'd mean? like and, to see you out there waving. Put it on, absolutely. I've, i you know I've done it. <laughs> yes, you have.
0: <laughs> I think you become empowered when you put that outfit on. You're like a absolutely. force. You're a force of freedom and liberty in the world, and you're out there. Yeah. And when you see these people, but beep, folks, beep, because they're out there in 12 degrees, (laughs) and they need a little support. All right. So let's start with some simple stuff. We're entering 2023. Um, What has changed this year that people need to know about with their taxes?
1: Well, there's a lot of changes that happened this year that you have to be very cautious about because- last year I mean there was increased the child tax credit was a refundable credit. so there was a lot of people last so you year you lost me already you lost well, me already. I, I'm gonna put it in I'm gonna put it in um, layman's terms here what happened with the child tax credit Last year if you had children okay right, you didn't need to work. you just filed them. If you were just on social security or disability, usually if you're on social security and social security only, you do not need to file a tax return. Okay. Where last year, so if anybody missed out on this, the nice thing is you have three years to file and claim money. Okay. So if anybody missed out on this boat, what we're saying is if if you didn't usually file a return and last year you had children, 17 or younger, that live with you, you are eligible for child tax credit last year only, 2021. So you can that go back, gone away. And you can go back three years after that and
0: recapture that.
1: Yeah. So, like let's say somebody missed a, a nice credit last year. I mean, we do it all the time. We could, or the, the stimulus money, they didn't file their return. We can file, and now the IRS allows us to e-file prior year returns. The e-filing season does not open up, usually the uh, third week in January. I mean, okay. we'll be raring to go January 2nd. Our software's up and running anybody's anxious gets their w2 forms you come on in we get it going you know we sign you're on the you're on the first uh you know we say it's in that bucket so once the irs gates open up your return gets processed so i mean we open up january 2nd but the irs usually doesn't open up for e-filing till the right around the third week of january which most w2s don't even come until then anyway right no but some people if they're backed up on christmas bills they're anxious yeah you know, yeah they yeah, got yeah w2 in hand they want to go. I mean, we do have we do have uh, capability as long as they have their W two and they have their complete return. Uh, we do uh, have all right. So
0: so let's say I have my W two. It's this first week of January, like it is now. I want cash immediately. What's the quickest I would get that cash?
1: Well, we do have, have our uh, easy advance. It's up to you know six thousand two hundred fifty dollars. So it's an advance on the refund. So we go through and it and explains the. Um, the cost of it, you know, and that's, like I said, it's, it's the Oh, wait. Preference. So
0: this is in, this is interesting. So you're saying instead of waiting weeks for the government to give you their, the refund that you, you deserve, Liberty will forward you that refund money, obviously, but take a little cut of it's, it. A,
1: it's, it's actually not Liberty. It's Republic bank. That's what we do. It's illegal for us to, we have to use a third party bank. No, but what
0: I'm saying uh, is they get most of their money, but you guys take a little bit of a cut, which is pretty cool. If you need the money, why not?
1: Yeah. So actually when we do it, we don't take any extra. It's the Republic bank. They have their, uh, APR. Oh, I think it's
0: interesting.
1: Their, it's you know, those it's, darn it's, bankers. Yes. They'll but get I it mean, any way a, they can. It's a, it's more work on our part, you know, more paperwork and actually more costs to the office. But if we could help our clients out with it, you know, when you know, when they need some money, if they're backed up on rent, you know, Christmas bills, stuff like that, because, the thing with the IRS, they, they changes. If anybody is familiar with the PATH Act, might lose you on this one now.
0: Oh, you're you I'm, I'm I'm fading away already. I feel like I'm, I'm it was I'm,
1: it was called protecting Americans from tax hikes, if I remember the correct terminology, okay. but I'm not going into that. Where where the most easiest thing with the Path Act is, yeah, anybody with the refundable credits that's earned income credit, um, college credits, you know, that's the refundable portion. If they're getting money the IRS is not going to process returns till after February 15th. So they'll accept them, but they won't release the refunds till after February 15th, so they're looking at the refunds till late February. Now, that is where the advance comes in handy. So if you Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. even if they have their tax documents on January 15th, IRS accepts it on January 22nd. You know, be aware, you know, we warn them too. That's the nice thing that we go in. But that's why if you're quick to file, um Online or do whatever, just be cautious of that. You might not see any money until, um, uh, you know, right. like so, late February. so we
0: got that, we got the child
1: credit. What else changes this year? Uh, actually, uh, another one that was refundable last year was, um, dependent child and dependent care credit. Now, child and dependent care credit, right? Oh, it always was a non refundable credit. What that means is you have to have tax liability, your income has to exceed your deductions. So you have to have tax in order to get this credit. Last year, everybody was eligible for child and, you know, the dependent care credit. Right. So what's, hap- what's going to happen this year is, and that's why I say consult with, you know, make sure you're, because there is some inflation adjustments where child tax credit increased a little bit and certain, there are certain changes that, that, that benefited, but a lot of it went down. So you want to be cautious, you know, when you see that number don't panic I mean we're gonna explain we, we don't just get to the end and say yep oh, that's your money you know that's the nice thing. we like for our you know we like to sit down one-on-one whether somebody downloads it into our Liberty mobile app or I mean if they come into the office drop off we like to explain why the refund is what it is
0: like I like to explain the processes of meteorology yes yeah, so there, there you go there you go I you mean, know and the, and there are some people. I don't care. Just give me the money. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, tell me what I owe. Give me the money, whatever. No, whatever. Happens.
1: But I mean, I I just, we like to have that extra added layer to explain, you know, why the, the refund did go down. And I'm just trying to let everybody know that this year, there's a very good chance that the refund is what a lot of these credits changing. And then with the stimulus money and all that, people were filing for stimulus, you know, recovery rebate credit if they didn't receive it. Uh, so there is a lot of changes, but another thing is if you di- if you think you made a mistake on your 21 return or something like that, that can either be amended or if you didn't file it, you can file it, you know, um, I love it. So you got, you got all this handled,
0: um, and they're good tips for everybody. So, um, let's say I'm Joe Schmo, um, and I'm thinking, okay, I got to get my taxes done. I'm married. I have one kid. I'm single, whatever the case. Do you honestly recommend people getting those forms and trying to do it themselves? I never even attempted that. It's just intimidating. Do you, do you say, are you, are you saying give it a try? Don't even bother you're screwing yourself. How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I'm going to dad used to do
0: it. I could picture him when I was like 14, he'd be sitting at the kitchen table He's got the typewriter out, forms everywhere. He did this all by himself. And I, and I never even attempted that. Do you like when people at least try to or you don't recommend it?
1: I actually I have no problem with people doing it, you know, doing it themselves if they're if they're capable. The capable. Is, but what does that mean? Cuz you don't know what you don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of you don't want to just go on to a site, I mean, and whatever and start clicking through. And right. just rushing through answering the questions and doing it. I mean, you got to put, if you're just doing one return, you have to take your time. You have to do your research. Kind of like changing the oil. Don't just rush and do your oil change. You <laughs> leave the oil plug out. That's a costly mistake. You just blew your motor, right? I mean, how many people change their own oil versus take it somewhere? You're right. You can't rush through it. So yeah, if you're going to yeah, do yeah, your yeah. own tax return, be cautious. Take your steps, research, make sure you know what you're doing. Because we in teaching our tax courses every year, a lot of these people come to us. Oh yeah. I'm interested in doing it. I do my own return online. Well, as we go through the class and they put these returns in, I'm like, Oh boy, this is scary. You know, we're giving these practice returns. they make making mistakes. You know I mean? I understand yeah, yeah, if yeah. you have your own return and you have one W two and it's a very simple process and it's not the same. I mean, you're, you're probably okay. But, but I mean, as you get going, you want to know the different things as you're so you want to be cautious because that, you know, in life, we, we all have changes. So you, some change in your life may impact your tax return. And if you keep doing the same thing and miss that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, a, it's so easy to miss
0: things. I'm going to give you an example. I work two jobs. I, te- I work at WNP and I teach part-time at Marywood. And I think you're the guy who told me this years and years ago. If I didn't go to you, if I'm doing my taxes, I think you're the one that said Snedeker. If you have a second job part-time, you could write off the miles, correct, to that, at least in the past, you can do this. Well, in the
1: past. I mean, now you, you can still do it, on Pensil- you can do it on Pennsylvania. I know, I mean, job one to job two for Pennsylvania. But You could
0: write off the miles getting to job two, correct?
1: Yeah. From that's from they, job they, one No to job human
0: two. being would know if they didn't have a tax background. So yeah. you fill out all those forms, you're never even going to know something like that existed. Correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it's important just to get to know, you know, as you're going through. And that's why, that's why I, I mean, it's nice to, now we have the technology with texting phones, whatever, but it, I, I still like the face-to-face interaction. You know, that's what I missed during COVID. Well, that's what I
0: mean. But if I were to do that form online or fill it out, uh, you know, from the post office forms or whatever, there's no way I would have known that it wouldn't have come exactly. up. So there are millions of things like that, that you need to go to a professional like you, I, I, I mean, and,
1: and I'll give you some examples, like, okay, for instance, with the uh, filing statuses. I mean, if you pick the wrong filing status, you get to the end of the return. I mean, the, the return is very important. What do you, you mean? Know? Single,
0: married? Return? Yeah. I mean,
1: let's say you pick the wrong one just because you think whatever. I mean, there's so many people that just say they're filing separately. Well, hell, that's you know, how? You give us an example of that. Whether If you are a
0: married couple and you single file single or married, what's the difference? I don't even understand.
1: Well, there's some people that like to file married, filing separate just because they're finances are separate you know okay. they just say we file separately you know i have my own bank you know yeah yeah and, and you got to be cautious on that too because okay if you're married filing separate you have no children and you make about the same it's probably not gonna impact But i always say is hey if you're paying somebody to do your returns we we don't charge as a percent of the refund you know it's based on the forms. so actually yeah. if everybody filed married filing separate we'd love it <laughs> you know because <laughs> but what yeah. i get what i'm trying to get to is i mean you could, you could file married filing separate um, and split the refunds. There's a form where you could put part of the refund in one bank account. And a, and a pro, I think it's 88, 80, or it's, it's some uh, form number, but you could attach that and split the refunds into two separate bank accounts. <laughs> so if one spouse makes more than the other, that's usually when there's a benefit for filing jointly. A lot. See, sometimes, and, and sometimes with married filing separate, there's certain credits on a tax return that are disallowed on separately versus jointly. Um, see I'm getting Another thing already. another thing where a lot of people <laughs> feel on sep but we'll be on the separate returns. Why some people will file separately? Let's say somebody has some student loan debt, okay. some tax debt. I mean, I mean if they have tax debt, we could help uh, you know help get tax debt resolved um, and get on a nice payment plan. But if you're if you have tax debt student loan debt you could still file a joint return and you fi- you attach an injured spouse return to that, an injured spouse form to that tax return. Nobody's injured. Unaware. Who's injured? Exactly. People <laughs> are unaware of that. Like injured. I'm not injured. Well, the injured, the injured spouse is the person without the debt. So they injured the, by the person with the debt. Yes. So <laughs> when you, when you, but when you send that return in then, right. Yeah. You mail that return in. The IRS, it, it delays the refund or processing return, you know, like maybe eight to 12 weeks. Right. Um, they, what they will do might even be longer now. Uh, but what they will do is they will determine, they will analyze it, what goes to each one. And the person without, they won't take the whole refund. If you did not attach that injured spouse form. Right. And let's say you filed jointly with your spouse. They would take the whole refund and apply it to the spouse's debt. And there's no way someone would know that without someone like you telling now, them this let's now let's say you do file a joint return and they take the whole refund. Well, you could then send in the injured spouse form after it, and the IRS will process it separately, and then person will get the refund. So that, that is a nice thing to uh, to remember. Jeez. You know, we see that we see that happen all the time. <sighs> uh, and well, and the, the, the thing is with us is I mean, somebody comes in. I say, I just want to file a married filing separate return and the spouse isn't there. We cannot help if we don't know the facts. Yeah. Now, why are you filing a separate return? That's how we do it. You know what I mean? Um, there's some people that just file it because they didn't get it. They want to pay for a divorce and they live totally you know, separate, which yeah, is fine. It seems complex. I mean, that gets well, deep. But sometimes, fi- I mean, uh, sometimes filing a joint return if you're still married, it, it, you know, as, as I, as or I or try to always tell everybody. All of us tax professionals, whether it's Liberty or whoever, we work. We work for the taxpayers. You know, we want to get them the largest refund, the lowest tax liability sure. allowed by law. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? We're we're not out. We're working for them. You know, and, and uh, we want to get them the. I always say the largest refund allowed by law. You know, speaking of that, I always had this question. You guys are
0: legit. Of course, most tax uh, um, individuals do legit work. But let's say, I I don't know, there's a there's a there's a devious outfit out there. If they screw up your taxes for your benefit. Right. I'll get you this money. We'll say you gave this much to charity. We'll say this. We'll say this. And you're just sitting there going along with it, but you don't really know what they're doing. So they lied on the form for you. They prepared your taxes. Who's liable? Both. Well,
1: what I what I always say is that in the, in at the end of I mean the the preparer, the uh, tax preparer could get fines for doing a fraudulent return. Obviously, but at the end of the day, the the taxpayer they signed that return. So oh, if so you're not
0: responsibility, even if if they you're
1: not it. comfortable with what's you know, you should yeah, you know don't everything know if you are comfortable.
0: Like, you just assume everything's going to be good and you just yeah. Signed. Yeah. Good luck. You got to be cautious
1: there. I mean, you get the money, you know, (laughs) you have to pay that back, you know? So that, that's why you have to be, have to be cautious. And that's why, I mean, what we do with Liberty tax, I mean, we we pay all penalties. I mean, we're human. If there was a, if there was an error yeah, and let's say it got called back where you had to repay something, well, you got the money, you'd have to repay your tax. You know, the money you got, we'd pay the penalties and interest associated with the error. Gotcha. And, uh, this way it's you know got an interest-free loan. That's the way I look at it. You know, if well that was a- that brings up this next subject, and I can
0: say this because I have Polish ancestry, and I think every 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 culture, every ethnic background has this, this slight that they'll say, Are you ready for this? I take a lot of my federal deductions and I use it as a Polish savings account. So that at the end of the year, tax season I get this nice return. You've heard that <laughs> term before, the old polish savings account what's yeah, wrong with they,
1: that well they want to have the the, the want to have the, the money, big return have the big return i've seen that all the time and i mean and and that's case by case i mean there's the oh the perfect tax return believe it or not is what zero right zero right that's the perfect tax actually if people owe,
0: want that money back even though it could have been theirs all along they feel better when they get it back
1: yeah i mean it's that's where the discipline comes in you know yes. what i mean if if you're disciplined enough to put part of your paycheck over into a savings account, I mean, it's not going to make, it, let's say it makes 10 cents. Well, that's 10 cents. You know what I mean? But then if you, let's say a, let, the reason I, I say that is, I mean, it it's case by case. I mean, I've helped people lower their, you know, when it was real large and then you get it down and then they get a little bit upset. So you got to be cautious on how you do that. Some people like that money set aside for a vacation, Re- I've seen over time they like to get that money and it helps pay their property taxes. You know, but Mark, so,
0: isn't it a good argument to say that money that you had the federal government take more out of each check, it's not gaining any interest. You could have had that taken out going somewhere getting interest. It could have been in your
1: favor. So yeah,
0: it's, really, I, it's foolish, but yet it makes us happy. It's hard to... I,
1: I always say is the the larger the refund, you know who's happier than the taxpayer? Who is? The government, they had your money all year long. And if they're investing at, you know, a fraction of a percent. You got to be yeah. another thing coming, right? But some people are just what they like. And it's. And, and the thing is, what I try, I, I mean, those that like to hit the, you know, have that perfect tax return. Yeah. It requires some work. I mean, when things change, our offices remain open year round. We have a lot of people that will come in. They send us their pay stubs you know, for a checkup halfway through the year, September. But if we don't get the data, we can't help it. If you're on salary, it's easy to figure out. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. But when things change, you get a bonus, switch jobs, have a second job that could impact it. You know, because a lot of times job two doesn't know about job one. That's another thing everybody has to always remember. Job two does not know about job one. That meaning what? So when you're, when you're making that money, it could be at a higher bracket. If you're only working part-time or whatever, they might not be taking enough taxes out.
0: I think that's what I ran into a few years yeah. ago.
1: So that that's where, you know, and there's a lot of people that work numerous jobs. So let's say you work three, four jobs. Well, then all them other jobs, unless you f- take the time and really go through that W four, which I know people just fill out single, zero. There you go. So well, the WC, you
0: you're already speaking above me. A W four is the form when you first work, you fill out to so the to the employer. Yes. And no one knows how to fill that thing out. You're right. No one. I mean, you put down single, married, but that's it. Is the, do you have a choice of what percentage or is it just default to a typical case? How
1: do you know what the. F- when you go to the W-4, you fill it out. I mean, if you follow the steps on it. Um, I haven't filled out a W-4 in decades. Ex- exactly. I mean, now they're even more confusing because the way how you claim people and do whatever, you know, you're not claiming dependents like we were in the past because you're getting more for the child tax credit. So it asks you uh, different lines to fill out. And it's very important if you're confused, consult with a tax professional. They'll go through and help you out. If you're only working one job, yeah, you're fine to go fill it out at single, zero. You know, I mean, if you want to have, have that little savings at the end, have an extra taken out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like I said, with the W-4s, be cautious. And here's another thing that I try to tell people. With the W-4s, they can be very confusing, and it depends on the payroll company, how they're doing it. I mean, if they're automated and they're doing it by a computer system, usually it's calculated right on. But if it's somebody doing manual payroll, if they're using the old tax tables, not up to date, yeah. the best way to analyze and go over and make sure you have the right withholding, I tell everybody, is get your pay stub. So if you get your pay stub, you bring look it to at you. The, bring it to us. Or if hey, if you want to do that self check, just read federal income tax. I mean, if you want to take that time, there's a lot of tax calculators out there. You could times it by if you're biweekly, times it by twenty, you know, twenty six if you're weekly by fifty two. See where that withholding will hit you at the end of the year, you know, and then you could make sure that you have enough tax withheld. And then obviously, if you're in college or if you have children, well, you'll you can get that money back. You know what I mean? That you'll have a lot of credits. um coming back at you. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so, so on a, on a similar subject, here we go. So my daughter was um, in college. This was in the last year or two. So she would make things and sell them. She would embroider shirts. She would make artsy things. You've heard of this whole Etsy craze. Yeah. So she was making some pretty good money. I think five ten thousand dollars. She was embroidering people's initials on their shirts. Yeah, great. All of this five ten thousand dollars. I remember it took a year or so, and she made good money while she was in college. Then at the end of the year, guess who has to pay some type of
1: federal balance? The old man, man. Yeah. What? The, well, now you got to become now. If anybody's doing any self-employed, I mean, another one that's common with some. Everyone's um, doing Etsy now, but another one they're they're doing is uh, like DoorDash, Uber. You know, yeah. So tell us how all, how does all that work? Well, then you're self-employed. So what we that's where I mean that's where it comes into play. You have to track your expenses because <laughs> that's allowed. Then if you're doing any miles to run for supplies, you know, if you're buying any. Anything to do the embroidery, the yarn, yeah, the miles to go get it. The to, I work. If you have in to buy bedroom, a computer, for you day know, day for each, specific right. for that for that use. And you know, but she didn't do any of that. That is where you'll get a deduction because you're self-employed.
0: So let's so make a nice is, even number. Let's say she she was twenty years old. She made ten thousand dollars in one year and recorded nothing except she got all this money. Then what? What did she do wrong?
1: Also, oh, just had the ten thousand in income and no expenses. Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, when you're self-employed, I mean, you, you should have the, the. What if you if you think it's incorrect, you could always, like I say, you, have, you could do an amended return. So if you do extra money back, you have three years to amend that. Just say, hey, I, know,
0: spent so, yeah, so, I spent this amount yeah, on. Yeah. So. Yeah. The best
1: the best way to do that is consult with a you know a tax professional and give them the facts. Say, hey, I think I might have made a mistake. All you right. know, and then you, then you come and you show them, and then they they look at the form. Because sometimes they think that they paid the tax, but lo and behold, if you're not familiar with the forms, the prior tax professional may have put all the deductions on there, you know, and yeah. they might well, be in check.
0: Let's say you still did all that. Let's say she put her yarn,
1: she put the computer and she
0: still yeah. made $8,000. Yes. What are her tax responsibilities? What, what could you
1: make as a student? What is the limit? Why did she kill me that year? I remember. Well, the re, the here's where you, another people that where you have to remember of that income, like when you work as a W two employer it, as a for someone, they withhold the Social Security and Medicare tax. Etsy does. So, no, no, the like if you work at if somebody worked for Liberty Tax, you know, or, or just an employee an employer, right? But if you're self employed and they're just giving you all That's the what money, I'm saying good, yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. giving you all the money. Well, then it's your responsibility. To pay in your Social Security and Medicare you at the end to. of the year on, on the tax return—that's a that you have to do that. Yes, yes. Up that's, to what that's, amount? That's what's, called that's made, called SE tax, self employment tax. What's the limit? What's let's say she made five hundred bucks. Well, if, if she only made five hundred, I think it's when you make over six hundred is when you have to start. You know, oh, okay. Support. So
0: anything over like six, seven
1: hundred bucks, you yeah, better you, start
0: thinking about all that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's that's where it comes into play. I mean you you. You put that on your uh, Schedule C form. That's what that would be, self-employed. And then you pay tax on your net profit.
0: You mean you get your father to?
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> even better. <laughs> that, that, that's what, but, okay, there's a lot of people right there. Like, let's say you were doing DoorDash, you're doing Etsy all year, and you're like, you know what? I don't want to get hit with that bill, or I don't want Dad to get hit with that bill yeah. at the end of the year. You could do. You could analyze that every every month, every quarter. And set aside. Some people will set aside. I mean, I mean tax bracket. Let's say you're in the 15. Obviously, the first what is it this year? Uh, the for single individuals, it is the first twelve thousand standard deduction. I know they changed it. So in 2022, the first twelve thousand nine hundred fifty dollars anybody makes is tax free. Tax free. But if you didn't pay self-employment tax, you'll still be paying your self-employment tax on that. You lost me. you know, so so that's roughly 15% on the eight thousand. That's probably what I paid. Yeah. So that's where <laughs> and that's that's not going to that's not federal tax. Now you gotta remember, that's self-employment tax. So that's getting credited to your social security account for when it sets you up for retirement. When oh, that is
0: all right, let's say I'm a guy and I was in a golf tournament and I won um, a big screen TV. Maybe I won a new set of golf clubs. I mean, do you really have to claim all that stuff as like income value? What's the
1: deal with that? Well, yeah, if you, that's, that's the gambling. I mean, you, if you have winnings, I mean, even if you don't technically receive a, the W, like you go to a casino or whatever, you're supposed to, whatever you win, you're supposed to claim. You yeah, know, but if so you don't get that wins, form, if somebody wins a set of golf clubs, they you know whatever the value was, that's their winnings, and then their losses are on there. So that's added to your income, the value of those clubs. Yeah, that's that was your that was a prize. You know this what is I mean?
0: crazy. What what percentage of the population really does that though? Honestly, I mean, you know, I think even the IRS would say, "Come on, really?" <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I, agree. I, I agree. But I'm just saying the you know. There are people, believe me. There, are, I do have people that come in. I mean, we just let's say they have their slips. I mean, the only thing we say is, "Do you have any other winnings?" They say no. There are people that do will tell you, "I won ten dollars on a scratch job. I won this, so we have to put it down." And it's the same thing with with tips. I mean, we'll go on to that. I mean, if you're yeah, but there's work- the
0: biggest scam in the world. No one knows what someone really got in tips if they made. 30 grand in
1: tips just Surprised the- that. We do a lot of tax returns where people track their tips and we'll come in and do it. A lot but of I bigger chains,
0: But I hate to say it, that how, how, how does anyone know the person who
1: tipped you isn't giving you a W2 or whatever? I mean, it, it's just- no, but wait. wait. I mean, the, the right way to do it is at the end of the day, you have to track that just like mileage. Like when you're going somewhere. Yeah. If you were, a, if you were a waitress or waiter, I mean, to, to know your right tips. You write them down every day, what you put in your pocket that did not go through payroll.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's human nature to, to not be honest there. Well, hey, I'm, <laughs> it's a, if I make well, $20,000 in tips and I'm a waiter, I'm going to tell the government I made 5000
1: Yeah, but but here's where people need to be cautious. If they're, a, I mean, if you're working for, a, if you're a big time, if you're just working part-time here and there, they'll probably never catch. Yeah, diner. If you're working, it's your full-time job, you're at these high-scale restaurants, you're making a lot in tips.
0: I know. You so are. then if
1: you take that and you're depositing it and you start buying stuff, that's where you you got to, you, you know, there's a chance. I, I wouldn't recommend that. You know So the I mean? IRS says, that. where'd you
0: get that new car if you only made $15,000 this year? Where You know, yeah. how are you paying your mortgage? They'll look into that. Yeah,
1: that, That's why I, I always say, I mean, you're best off to be safe and, you know, file the return, right? I mean... Then you could sleep at night. How much is it? There's, I, I try to tell me, there's no such thing as 100% tax bracket, right? I mean. Uh.
0: <laughs> All right. I think this is advice you, every tax person has given me. If you need a tax write-off, don't just take your clothes, your old clothes to the goodwill. You guys always say what? Let's hear it.
1: Well, what you got to get is you get this stamped receipt, you know what All I mean, right. from, Sal- from Salvation Army. So you get the list. And you go through and there's a the thrift shop value and you put that on there. With the increased standard deductions now, a lot it's it's harder for because for married filing jointly, the standard deduction this year is twenty-five thousand nine hundred dollars.
0: So wait, wait, wait. So, so back up, what does that mean? Th-
1: that means your property taxes, right. mortgage interest, charitable donations, so on and so forth has to exceed twenty-five thousand nine hundred. So we're seeing a lot less people itemize now. So don't even bother unless it's over that amount. Well, I say tr- I mean it's still good to get in the habit of tracking it cuz you never know what's going to happen at the end of the year. I mean, you track it all year, let's say you were left their inherited property, you know, something that in November December and you're like, "Oh, I want to give all this to Salvation Army and you have a chunk of money." Yeah. It might put you over that limit where you lost out on the first part of the year because you said, ah, I'm not going to go over that limit. Oh, and that's the same thing when it comes to medical track, all your medical bills. You know, some people will come in with a pile of medical receipts and we'll tell them, say, Oh, your medical has to exceed $12,000. Like, ah, it's not even close, but you never know what's going to happen in November, December, you know, of what, of what's pay- And always with medical, the one thing with medical on itemizing, a lot of people get confused on this one. It's what you actually paid for the medical services, not what they billed you, you know, to get the deduction on your. Uh,
0: you mean, meaning you're making payments on it?
1: You didn't. Pay yeah. Like what you paid. But some people will come in and say, I got billed 20. You know, I had a yeah, surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. $50,000. What did you pay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, another
0: thing is, this is a big one for a lot of folks, uh, and I know you guys hate this. You need some money. You want a down payment for a car, a house, whatever. You've been working for years, and you got this nice, big, fat money sitting in your 401k. It's so easy to just take 10 grand out, 20
1: grand out, and say, I'm going to use that money. Tell me why it's wrong. Well, just be cautious on that because there is, if if you're under age 59 and a half, you're getting hit with a 10% penalty Here's on That's the big one, right? So what you should consider and look into, which a lot of people do, is before you just go and say, give me that money, Yeah. consider um, taking a loan on the 401k. You take the loan on yours, keep making payments on there. That's not considered a distribution and it's not taxable. Yeah, so, but then
0: you got a loan, and it's you know money. You know, I think
1: so. But, it, but think I mean, you're not getting large. hit with that ten percent penalty. That's in, the, in the, the problem. T- so if I take ten
0: thousand dollars out, right, mm-hmm. I ten, a grand of it disappears
1: right off the bat. Well, actually, no. Well, a grand plus. plus if you're if you're in the twenty five percent tax bracket or twenty two percent bracket,
0: plus, yeah, another twenty
1: percent, thirty percent of that. So you're only getting like and five also, six grand. What other people aren't aware of, too, is in the state of Pennsylvania, if you take out of a retirement account early and that distribution exceeds your basis, that's taxable to PA and local as well. What's the, basis, they consider the basis, that, what's basis? When you put into a 401k, you put in the, you put, everybody puts in there out of their check. Yeah. Right? So if they're putting in and then the employer matches and that's, then it okay, makes I'm money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you just take your money out, it's not taxable to state or local. When you take out everything that was your money, the employer's money, and the earnings, uh, uh, <laughs> if you wait till retirement, it's tax-free to state and local. If you do it before retirement, you could get hit with a, you know, even more, another three, four percent. I'd say when it's all said and
0: done, whatever you take out of your 401k, half of it is probably lost. Close to
1: it. That, that's why, I mean, the whole the whole idea behind the 401k is, I mean, you're putting that in to lower your taxable liability now and to take that out down the road when you don't have a W-2, just so you want to tax that at the lower rate. Yeah. And then what some people will do is they'll roll the 401k over when they retire to an IRA, and then they even have more control over it so they could take out you know less or whatever than needed. But there's that's... That comes down down, down to, uh, when on a case-by-case scenario, depending on how much people have saved up, if they have a pension versus a 401k. There's a lot of different variables you need to consider there. But it is very important. Now, what we're, I had another thing with 401ks. We see this all the time. When people retire... Or do whatever. That does not mean you have to go take out your full amount of the four oh one K. Well,
0: who's You're gonna do it? all that? You want chunks of it year by year,
1: correct? Yeah, but some people just say, Hey, I worked all I want my money. They want. want it. In the <laughs> that's a big grab, man. And it's fine. Fu- I mean, but that's all income fun. and it's taxable. And it's and everything gets taxed at a high bracket if it's a lot of money. So oh, you want to yeah, try yeah. to take it out in, in increments. Um Another thing with, with the way the market is and everything, some people will be looking at. I mean, all of our the four hundred one k statements and everything. Everything was making buku bucks. Now it's down to yeah, total, yeah, yeah. Right. So <laughs> some people say, "No, I don't want to lose any more. I'm going to take it, or sell." It if they have, even if they have stocks that aren't in retirement, Grab I to sell. Go. It. Grab it and go. Well, yeah. I mean, to a certain extent. I mean, I it's going to cycle. I mean, if you look at the trends, it right, 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 right. Now might be the time in 22. I mean, you're buying you're saying, cheap. I mean, you're buying those stocks at a bargain rate. It, put more into your 401k depending on your age. You know what I mean? And, and even in your, um, I mean, we're all different. I mean, talk to your financial advisor on on how you're going to, you know, invest your money, you know, because see what's comfortable for you. But you could still have a 401k and not be invested in the, you know, the risky funds. You right, right. You get to pick keep it your tolerance. at tolerance. Yeah, so, so if, you, if you saw it go down, you don't want to lose anymore. Instead of taking it out, just adjust where it's invested. Talk to your, your uh, Speaking financial Speaking of advisor.
0: the 401k, do you have the new tax brackets in front of you? Here's a situation I think I kind of ran into or I am running into. Give me like a, I don't want to give my income. No. but Give me a tax bracket for a, a married couple. So give me one of the first or second one.
1: Okay. Now here's where you got to remember. Where does it make with a married, big jump?
0: Where does it make a big with
1: married, jump? With married filing joint, right? This is where a lot of people will make the mistake. You just Google tax brackets, right? You look at it. Well, from at $20,550, right? right? So anything up to $20,550 is 10%. Right. Then it goes from $20,550 to $83,550 is 12%. 12%. So then over 83550 to 178 is at 122. So somebody says, "Oh, I'm, I made I made 100 they look at their thing. I made $85,000." Yeah. I'm in the 22% tax bracket. "Oh, I'm not working anymore." But only that $2,000 was taxed in that bracket. You still everybody still takes advantage of the 0, the 10 because here's another thing you got to remember is when it says taxable income That is not what's on your W-2. You got to remember the standard deduction. So the first $12,950 that a single person makes is tax-free. And so what times two on Adam for married filing joint, married filing joint. But I I guess what I'm (laughs) asking is when you make
0: that, what was that jump you just gave me from when it jumped a lot from 12% to what?
1: 20%. Okay. Yeah. So that was for married filing joint. Was 83,550. So anything over 83,550 is at 22%. But don't forget to add 25,900 to it if you're under, because that's taxable income, not gross income. Gotcha. So your taxable income is you add up your W 2s, if you have a little bit of interest, you know, if you took out of your retirement account. Yeah, yeah, all that adds up to that number. Then you take off your standard deduction. So if your married filing joint is 25.9, that arrives at your taxable income. So a lot of people look it up and they're like, oh, uh, it's 83550 It's not because you didn't oh, take the deduction in place.
0: But while we were on the subject of 401ks, was that a tax jump from 12 to 20% Did you say percent based on the income? Could someone do this? Instead of making that big jump to go from 12% tax to 20 and they know they have a big raise this year, how about you get that and you dump it all in your 401k and that keeps you in the lower tax bracket
1: right does that I mean, save I've, a lot I've, of money I've, yes and actually it's you know it's it's too late now but when when the stimulus money was coming out that got phased out for certain people and we helped I mean when you saw it going you know we knew the rules and they were going forward legally I we've had certain taxpayers put more into their 401ks because to get of that. them under that. To get them under that radar, to yes. in order to, in order to file, you know, they might not have got their stimulus money when everybody did, but they maxed into their four hundred one k to get them under that radar, and then when yeah. they filed their return, they got their money back. But, well, that's fair and legal, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, it's one hundred percent. Yes, the system in a way, but yes, <laughs> but but that's where you have to know the tax. You know, yeah, you got to think but, about all that. But here is, but I've seen a lot of people too, and say, oh yeah, you're going into the higher bracket, but blah, blah, blah. You want to put more into your form, like. But well, you know what? Hey, Mark. You know what? We don't understand. Everything's more, it's more expensive in the world out yeah, there. Yeah. So
0: and you, you know might be I mean? dead I, next week.
1: I, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> that's a personal preference. You know, yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. But I, I always like when it comes to the the tax world. I just want to make sure that the taxpayer is informed of what they're eligible for. I am not. At the end of the day, we're. I mean, we're all different in our own ways. It's yeah. their decision, you know, and I try to tell all of our tax professionals, say, hey, listen, you know, just because you might think it's a silly thing. You just tell them what their you know, what their option is. And, yeah. hey, we did our job. Well, yeah, right? you can ask for advice. What the heck? You got, I mean, you're like, hey, a, you're you're like could, a money man, Joe, a therapist. Joe, you you could tell everybody it's raining outside. It's going to be the worst. <laughs> they walk out with no umbrella and get soaked and drenched. Right? I mean, yeah, you, you got, tell yeah. them it's raining.
0: Yeah, everybody's a little bit of a philosopher and a psychiatrist when it comes to their job. You got to help people. Yeah. All right. One of the last questions I have, this is an interesting one. You hear all about this and in coming years, it's going to get more intense with the um, EV tax credit. I don't even understand how that works. So if you buy an electric vehicle, the government gives you a tax credit, what, 7,500? I don't even know what it is. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, I I do know. I mean, we messed with some people buying you know Teslas and this and that. But once it got to be, once the, there was so many in production, it that that credit went down. But I think you know it's what bad mean? now isn't
0: it?
1: Now they are revamping everything for for this year. There's not. I mean, it depends on the vehicle, but there is talk. I know when I was going through the update training for years. You know, for for coming years where it's going right. to get beefed in. So if anybody has any further questions or, you know, interest in that, I would, you know, just recommend stopping by one and locate and we'll do some research on that.
0: Oh, so it's low right now. It's not what it used to be.
1: It's, it's not, it's, it's, it's good. It's getting to where it need you know, needs to be. Um, so, I mean, we'll be, you know, they, they did mention some updates in our, you know, update training on it, but it's not a. But for argument
0: sense, sense let's just pretend it was $5,000 tax credit. Does that mean you take $5,000 off of your income that year? If just, no,
1: see, if you have it? the tax credit, a lot of the a lot of the extra, they're not refundable credits. So, if your earnings was under I I had this happen one year. I remember this was years ago when the energy efficient credits were going on and somebody uh um, was a the woman didn't even have to file tax returns on social security. She went and bought this pellet. It was when the I remember energy efficient credit was up to $1500, okay. similar to electric credit. If you don't have taxable Income and tax liability. It's not. It's not helping you. Well,
0: that, so, what that mean though? So if I, if I but okay. So if so you're on if you're just on
1: if you're just on social security, right? You know, and you file your return, if it's a non refundable credit, right? Yeah. If your taxable what li- if your taxable liability is at zero, you can't get any lower than that. So that's where I try to remember. You know, I try to tell people there's refundable credit and non refundable credit. The biggest thing is, I mean, if you want to take some knowledge out of this, a non refundable credit will lower your tax liability. So if you're already at zero, it's not going to get any lower. You know, if it's a refundable credit, they're handing money out to you. So refundable credits are earned income credit for earnings under a certain amount, depending on how many children you have.
0: But I still don't get it. So let's do a pretend scenario. I work at Wegmans, I make $40,000 a year, I bought an electric car. And okay, I got, so if and you're single, a five thousand dollar tax deduction. If, if
1: you're single at forty thousand dollars,
0: right? I'm working at Wegman's, uh, and I buy an electric car, and they said I got a four thousand dollar, or what is it? So purchase?
1: single, single at four thousand. If you're making forty thousand dollars, right? So the first twelve thousand nine hundred is tax free, right? So you got about thirty seven thousand dollars, right? In taxable right. income, so the for, the ten thousand is at ten percent. So you got thousand bucks. And then uh, the next 27 will be at the 12%. So you will have tax liability. So that will go up to that amount. That credit so, on the car. Yes.
0: But you're not taking that price off the car. A lot of people think, oh, I'll take seven grand off
1: the cost of the car. No, 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 no. no. It's not. It's and it, and to- it doesn't, you know, and that's that's where that comes into play is that's why if you ever hear them credits up to. Yeah. You know, they're up to a certain amount or vice got versa. You, you got You got to read the fine details. Don't just, yeah, you're doing a tax credit. If I were you, I'd be very cautious. I mean, if you're anxious on that, either A, do the extra research or stop into one of our offices and we'd be glad to give you, you know, help and let you know if it would assist you. I love it. There's a lot of people that will come in with the paperwork and say, hey, here's here's what I want to do. I'm like, well, if you didn't file a return with us, I can't help you. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, we're—I we're, think we're—we're we're just about done. I mean, we cut through a lot of tax information, and you stood there the whole time, sat there with that Liberty no. crown on. Yeah. So before we finish, is okay. there anything I left out? Because I'm going to ask you to do something special for our viewers and listeners.
1: All right. Well, there's one thing that I do want to remember. I mean, obviously, this is going to air. After in 2023, right? So yep. we're in the new so, year. So like baby. right we're now, we can't tell somebody to beef up their 401k because that's passed. Yeah, you, know? you may be eligible. Always remember if um, whether it's uh, 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 IRA, okay. you have up until tax day to put into your IRA to lower your tax liability. Up until so that's just tax sum- day. So, so you gonna, could put into your IRA for last year and health savings account if you didn't up until have a health April. savings account up until April 15. So you'll I always see throw signs up. in 10 out. grand and that'll lower my so I've 30%. seen people, what they'll do is they'll file their return, say, Hey, I want to put in 5,000 into my IRA. You know, if they're eligible. Now that depends on income. And if you have a 401k, there are phase out limits and so on and so forth. So that you have to get everything in and see, don't just run out and say, Oh, he said, put into an IRA. You got to be eligible first. <laughs> so one thing I like to let everybody know is you can file your return on February 1st and say 5,000 you're putting into an IRA, even though you didn't put it, you have until April 15th. That's interesting. That's good in there. Good So you could it. use part of your refund to put into your retirement account. So You want to stash some money aside and, you know, you'll save, you'll save some, you know, taxable, depending on what bracket you're in. Just think if you were touching that 22% bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And into it. Now you're back down. Yeah. 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 Because only that, when you hit that bracket, you know, that's where you got people always get all worked up is, oh, I'm in that bracket. I don't want to, they like stop working. Like, why? (laughs) <laughs> you know, you'll see that or you'll see seasonal <laughs> seasonal people working extra money and there's a lot of overtime. They're not working anymore. They're taking. Yeah, all I don't my want money. to cross the bracket. Interesting. They're not, you'll get it back at the end of the year or adjust your withholding. You know, tell your employer say you're taking too much tax out of it. You know, I don't you know, that's the last tips I want to leave with, because keep that in mind, you know, just because 22 is over. There are certain things that you can do to that 22 return to help it out. That's good you advice, know? brother.
0: The other thing I just thought of when you were saying that is with three kids who are now out of college for me, all that tens of thousands of dollars that I spent on their education, I get no tax
1: benefit from. That's a, that's a government ripoff. Well, I mean, depending on, you, you do get the, the deduction on. Oh, big, down the kids. Yeah. When, no, when you were, when you were putting it into the car, the first four years that they're eligible for the American opportunity credit. Uh, so depending on wherever the income levels hit, there's some nice credits and then there's a lifetime learning credit, so on and so forth. Also keep in mind if there's any loans, right? There's this right. is where a lot of people will come into play. So if the kids get out of school and there's student loans, so a lot of times the student loans are in the students' names, but they might be working and then, Nice dad like yourself, you say. Hey, I help you with your student loan, right? co Well, you're making the payments. They're not making the payments. Well, then I that interest to, slip, yeah, com- yeah. interest slip slip comes in. There was interest paid on that student loan. Good point. I a lot payments. of a lot of people say is, well, I paid the loan. I'm going to deduct it on my return. No, no. It's, who's ever liable for that <laughs> loan. So if it's the kid's <laughs> student loan, I mean, you could easily say I gifted them the money. Yeah, and but- say, here, take. You know, make sure somebody gets that deduction for that interest. So give it to them and say, hey, here you go. Put that on your tax return. Because up to $2,500 in student loan interest paid is deductible. Oh, that's interesting.
0: Know, what if you were yeah. a co-signer on that loan? Then you could deduct that, perhaps, correct? Okay. Not,
1: I mean, if you were just, it's who's ever liable. Yeah, the principal that, payer, know? I got it. The you. principal right. payer, you know what I mean? Whew! So, so I that's know. something to ta- take that food for thought in there on that. You have
0: me pregnant now with. With tax knowledge, I mean, I'm ready to just give birth in the new year to a whole new tax vibe, <laughs> I think. <laughs> the last thing you have to do before we go is let's prove that you are a real man for your people, for the business. We see all the liberty taxes, uh, liberty tax, Statue of Liberties. They're all dancing on the streets. I want to see some dancing right now, and then we'll end. <laughs> let's see if you can do it. Let's see if he can <laughs> You don't have the full costume. There we money. go. <laughs> there it... <laughs> oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you know, it looks like you've done that
1: before. Once or twice.
0: <laughs> I love it, Mark. Thanks for your time. Liberty Tax, the great Mark Mahalka
1: franchisee. And we Liberty have lo- that. And like I said, we have the locations. Right from Carbondale through Hazleton, right in between. We cover the, the whole valley. So we're, we're here to help locally owned, nationally supported. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank
0: you. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. About.